Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Voices of Women with your host, Chris Stainis. Chris will inspire women and enlighten men to follow their dreams in order to create positive changes in their everyday lives. Chris can guide you with tools that will empower you and create the changes you desire. So welcome the host of Voices of Women, Chris Stainis. Welcome to Voices of Women. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm Chris Stanis. I'm the founder of Women of Wisdom Foundation and the WOW Conference, which has been changing women's lives for the past 26 years. And we're planning our 27th conference coming up this next February. I believe the dates are the 15th through the 17th. It's President's Day weekend. Mark your calendars to join us in Seattle. We give voice to the feminine wisdom within all and transform our personal and collective consciousness. We share our stories, witness, validate each other, and empower all of us to be leaders of our lives. And there's lots of women's circles that we do in Seattle, too. We have a book club, a drumming circle, elder circle, healing circle. Just check it out on our website, womenofwisdom.org, and also the book, Women of Wisdom, Empowering the Dreams and Spirit of Women. It's available in softcover and Kindle. Well, today is my last show on Bold Brave Media. I'm happy to have been able to bring these voices of women to you these past six months, and you can... Um, Google search for Voices of Women and find all sorts of other shows. I've had a radio show for seven, uh, more than seven years now. And um, so you can go back and listen to all the old shows and see what's happening in the future. Today, we're going to talk to Denise Alexander-Pyle about her new book, The Power of Ten, or One, parenthesis, Zero, A Guide to Living the Ten Commandments and the Golden Rule in Modern Times. This unique reinterpretation of the Ten Commandments and the One Golden Rule is designed to make these precepts relevant in today's world. Denise Alexander-Pyle, after more than 40 years as a, as a successful lawyer in Birmingham, Michigan, faced family demands that brought her back to Marion, Indiana, and there she elected to focus on her book that had been long been incubating. During the two years when Denise taught Sunday school in the 1990s to 15-year-olds at a Reformed Jewish temple, her passion for Judeo-Christian ethics and living the Ten Commandments in a world gone awry crystallized. Denise tries to incorporate these principles in her life as a community and public service um, 
it's important to her. And she has served as a planning commissioner for two different communities, a councilwoman, and on several nonprofit and professional boards. She has received the Circle of Hope Award for her service to families and victims of child abuse. So welcome, Denise. Thank you very much for having me, Chris. Yeah, so uh, I want you to tell your story um, and why, 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 how this came about for you and why you think the Ten Commandments are so vital today. Well, you can look around the world today and we are so divided. We are so out of alignment with our um, purpose, you know, for being on this planet, which is to make it a better place. That, you know, I felt it was imperative that I give this message that's been in me for a long time. I started writing the book eight years ago. It was really channeled to me and, you know, automatic writing, sitting at a typewriter. But it wasn't until I retired from my practice in Michigan to join my husband and Marion full time when I had more work and less clients that I could actually make the book readable. But my journey started helping women when I was in high school. My sister got divorced and moved back into our home with her two children. So between that and my metaphysical studies, it just drew me to service and helping women particularly. Mm. So the book came out of all of that. So um, yeah. basically, I taught Sunday school, as you said, in uh, the, actually, I think it was 1988 to 1990. In the early 90s, when you were doing your Women of Wisdom, I was in a group of circle of women that were trying to do the same thing. So, um, but we, we debated Judeo-Christian principles, and that crystallized for me the fact that the Ten Commandments were really more relevant today, and that they were really very metaphysical principles. It didn't matter if you believe they came from Moses or from the Pleiadians. It didn't matter. They were the rules for the road. And I tried to draw a book that helps people use them to actually become the best version of themselves in this lifetime. Because if you go through each of the Ten Commandments, what they really mean, and overlay the Tree of Life from the Kabbalah, it actually parallels the journey we're supposed to take here on this planet. Well, you've touched on many things that we're going to talk about today. And uh, one of them, I'd love for you to share more about why this is so urgent for us now. Well, you turn on television, you look at social media, everybody is, you know, being divided. And I think there's a, a divide and conquer. I think the dark energy, the greed and ego forces really are designing to keep those of us who really share the same passions, the same visions. Maybe we come from it from a different place, but they want to keep us apart. And I think this is a message that will bring us all together, regardless of you know, what your religious beliefs are or regardless of what your political beliefs are. I think we all are really on the same page. If we see that the enemy, we all have the same common enemy. And that's what I think I'm trying to do with this book. Or at least, or at least the universe is trying to have me do with this book. Uh-huh. And so say a little more about this common enemy. Uh- well, I think that, you know, the common enemy, I are the, those, the big corporations, the pharmaceuticals, I think, uh, we raise um, field corn and soybeans. I can tell you that the seed companies are not the friend of the masses. But also 
But, you know, it's but there are people who want to keep power. And I think they're in both sides of the aisle politically. I was in Washington. I saw firsthand that they have devised a system to let us think we have a choice when we really don't. They're in bed together. They just divide who their constituent groups that they're appealing to are. But the money goes to both sides to maintain the power. And I think you're seeing in both political parties, the reason they're being divided is because the people in each party are recognizing that the leadership is not representing the people. And I see other very prominent people, Marianne Williamson's identifying that that we have a common enemy and trying to bring, you know, the different the people of the parties together, not the leadership, because by and large, the leadership is not who does not represent the people. So I think that's part of, you know, we have to take responsibility for our personal journey we, and find our own joy. But I think that our government, I, I like to say the government doesn't need to shrink. It needs to shrink. You know, it's really not, rep, it's not of the people. And so if, if God, the first commandment is we are one with God, isn't the first commandment of any country that's under a source that it's the people is the all in one. And that's not where we are today politically. And I come from a conservative point of view, but I say we have the same enemy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. And I know this discussion is going to be, isn't going to be about politics, but it all relates um, of what it's we're going through right now. One in, <laughs> right. But that's why I see the personal turmoil. There's no spirituality anywhere, except for the people who are, who are trying to seek it in terms of our institutions. I mean, there's wonderful mm-hmm. spiritual people. The light workers are, are, are all out there. There are millions of us doing the work, but there's a lot of darkness. And the brighter we, we shine, the more we see the dark recesses that we need to illuminate. Yeah. Yeah, and it's about um, yeah exposing those dark elements and and uh, what we call you know quote unquote the enemy. Well, this is Christine Isha, host at Voices of Women on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. We're going to come back and discuss the connection of the Ten Commandments to the Tree of Life. Do you ever wonder why certain things are happening in your life? How to start a business or a new direction? Need answers? Astrologer Bonnie Perbula can help you reveal your true self and gain strength and focus so you can achieve greater joy and success. Working with a natal birth date, time, and location, Bonnie brings out qualities to aid you in getting the best from your life. She can help you unlock dormant traits to bring you greater awareness. Bonnie also conducts public speaking engagements to educate aspiring astrologers on their journey to the stars. A gifted artist, Bonnie bridges her talents and recently launched a line of Astro Bears, uniquely created in colors of individuals' astrology charts. She also makes one-of-a-kind necklaces of crystal beads and woven thread. To learn more about the world of Bonnie Prabula, go to BonnieGPrabula.com. And for astrology consulting, visit AstrologyConsultants.com or call or email her at 808-526-1536 or BonnieGP at AOL.com. Essential Nutrients, LLC, is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. 
Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Welcome back. I'm your host, Chris Stanis. You're listening to Voices of Women. We're live from BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. And today I have Denise Alexander-Pyle with me. She is discussing her new book, The Power of Ten, A Guide to Live the Ten Commandments and the Golden Rule in Modern Times. So one of the things we didn't get to was uh, your title is Power of One and parentheses Zero. So it's Ten and One. And the One, I'm a, a, uh, I guess I'm... Um, the significance is the golden rule. So maybe you might want to share that a little bit. Well, my, my belief is that even if we didn't understand the Ten Commandments, the, the golden rule, um, you know, do unto others as we have done unto our, as we would have done unto ourselves, is an overriding principle, which I really believe is the principle of love. And that love overrides everything. And that's, that's the big one. And then the other ten are really our connection with the universe, God, source, whatever you identify, that we are all the one. Um, And that's about how we, you know, learn to love ourselves, respect one another. And each commandment goes down and gives us a lesson as it walks us through so that we end up with do not cover your neighbor's belongings, which is, really about staying in your own path, finding contentment and joy in what you're doing and not worrying about what someone else is doing because we each have our own journey. So the Ten Commandments were, you know, obviously biblical, Old Testament, but I believe that they were really intended to be rules for the road. And if we, we looked at them as an onion and peeled off the layers and looked on how they could guide us in our day-to-day life and tell us what not to do, we would all live better lives because it's really very simple and we've complicated it. So mm-hmm. that, the <laughs> life in Kabbalah is, you know, is the metaphysical um, structure of the universe as told in ancient um, mystical Jewish, teach, Jewish teachings. And it de- it's depicted like a ladder um, or a Jacob's ladder with 10 spirits. And it represents each of the divine attributes of the world and its inhabitants. And the Ten Commandments was referred to as the Tree of Life in biblical times. And you have the Tree of Life. And when I looked at each, what the spirits represented, because I I studied Kabbalah for a couple of years in 2000 to 2002, and, and applied them to the Ten Commandments, I really saw that they were metaphysically connected, that they were really divine teachings. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, let's go a little bit into the history of the Ten Commandments and how um, you have a different interpretation. The Bible story is, you know, Moses brings the Ten, you know, God Moses gives Moses. Moses going the, up to Mount Sinai right. and, and God giving him the tablets. He was up there for 40 days and was, you know, given a, basically, you know, um, the... Uh, rules for the people to follow when he came back. It was, you know, um, but what he 
came down with isn't the Ten Commandments that we physically saw later, because when he came down, the people were supposedly worshiping um, idols and, and the golden calf, and he threw it down and broke it. So there's a theory that the original tablets actually were much more spiritual, could be read from all kinds of directions and that. I remember that from uh, teachings way back when. But they, but to me, it wouldn't matter if it was Moses or if it was, you know, we're an experiment on this planet in a higher life form that, ah, the people are now ready and brought them down and gave them to Moses. Now you, you have laws to be followed that will help you survive and take care of one another. And this, and to be, and to evolve. And I think it doesn't matter because that's what the rules do. If we look at them and don't think of them, oh, these are archaic. I mean, for example, do not commit adultery. It's not just about, you know, um, having, you know, sex outside your marriage. It's really about commitment and the promises we make to ourselves and honoring the promises and commitments we, we take on in our life so that we stay pure in our thoughts and deeds and, and fulfill our purpose. It gives us, you know, this is our victory. This is our opportunity to do what we want to do. And the other, but we get there by the other commandments, help us get to the point where we start understanding what it is we're supposed to do. I've written 22 commitment cards that I'm going to, you know, have printed out to go with the 10 commandments, one for each of the, two for each of the commandments and two for the golden rule, just as if, as there are 10 throughout in the tree of life, there's also an 11th one, which is the invisible one, dot, which references intuition and divine knowledge. So I, and as you go through them, it's interesting. The first commandment is um, love and respect. I am the Lord, your God. And the crown is the tree of life throughout. The second one, have no other gods before me, is wisdom, but um, in the tree of life, Kabbalah. But to me, it's about grace and service. It's about not getting stuck um, worshiping celebrities, um, designer jeans, designer products. We're caught up in the, in the merchandising that we need to buy, 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 have more, more, more. And that takes us away from um, being enlightened because it, it anchors us into material, the material world, the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing. And, and we get stuck so if we understand that that's what this commandment is about, how to not get stuck and keep fluid and, and staying with our choices that, that serve us, um, then, you know, that's that commandment. And then I go through, mm-hmm. do not misuse the name of God. That's understanding. That's about responsibility and peace. We're not supposed to be warring in the name of God. We're supposed to be assuming responsibility for our mistakes. We need to forgive one another and find the peace. So responsibility and peace are really um, my cards for that, what that means. But, but forgiveness could be one of them, too, and I might have to mm-hmm. think about where to put that. Yeah. Um, well, it's great you're, you're kind of – well, let's, let's – uh, slow down a little bit. <laughs> um, okay. I want to go, go more into this depth of um, – I mean, because what you're doing is like redefining for us. Because I'm thinking about, you know, like, yeah, I grew up Lutheran. We had the Ten Commandments. But I don't know that we ever really, I can't even remember if we ever really went into um, 
studying them in depth and really looking at them how they apply today. And that's the gift that you're bringing with this book. And I'm just wondering how many people even remember what the Ten Commandments are. And with with fewer people going to church, because that is the indication and that's the statistics that say people leaving the church. And um, I'm just wondering if people even know or even heard of it, especially young people even heard of the Ten Commandments. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to be going more in depth in these Ten Commandments when we come back. This is Christina, your host at Voices of Women on Bold, Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. So we're going to go over some of these Ten Commandments and how Denise has modernized them for our era. Stay tuned. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Life is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Hello, I'm Steve Fagan, and I'm president and CEO of Fagan Associates, but I'm also a life coach. I'm here to help you reach your dreams, goals, and objectives. As a life coach, it's my job to be your support, to be your teammate, to help you understand what is your dream, what is your life passion, and then together we work as that team to help you reach your specific goals. Life is worth living the best you can be. Working with a life coach, you're fulfilling those dreams and goals is your passion, and it's your way of living. Let me help you do that today. Let me help you really reach the best that you can be as a person and live the life you should be living. I'm Steve Fagan. I'm a life coach, and I'm here for you. Contact Steve Fagan at FaganAssociatesInc.com or call 1-800-239-2701. And I'll be glad to help you move forward to live the life of success. Reach your dreams, your goals, your objectives. We can do it together. You're listening to Voices of Women, and I'm Chris Danis. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today, my guest is Denise Alexander-Pyle. We're talking about her new book, The Power of Ten. It's a guide to live the Ten Commandments and the Golden Rule, um, written for our times now. So we've been talking about some of these commandments, and I, I'm actually going to list the ten so that we we know kind of this 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 like you say this is like a um, a guide for living or. Um, and also, in your book, you talk about being a way for us to survive. So we have a couple you've already mentioned. So one is, I am the Lord your God. Two, have no other gods before me. Three, do not you misuse the name of God. Four, keep the Sabbath holy. Five, honor your father and mother. Six, do not kill. Seven, do not commit adultery. Eight, do not steal. Nine, do not bear false witness against your neighbor. And ten, do not covet your neighbor's belongings. So um, let's first talk about... Um, uh, honor your father and mother because there's a lot more to that. It isn't. It isn't about our parents, and the, it, and yet it is. Um, and it's good to honor them. Um, a lot of times people live in a have had an abusive um, 
parents or an abusive father, and that's hard for them to do that. But let's, I want you to talk more about how you modernized apply. How does this really apply today? And what is it, what is, what is God really saying here? I think it's really about balance in all things. First of all, if um, our source of light, divine light is, I'm going to say masculine, and the Mother Earth, our, the womb is the feminine, you can't have one without the other. In order for us to um, survive, we have to recognize the divine masculine and the gen- divine feminine in everything and within ourselves. So it's all about finding the balance and and respecting the balance in all things. Um, you know, you can't have liberty without restraint. You, 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 it's teaching to, to have that sense of, you know, um, who we are and, and, and honoring each other, the feminine qualities of things, the masculine qualities of things. The reason our planet is the way it is right now is because that aspect of our lives is out of balance. This is the time to bring the feminine energy back in balance with our planet. And, and that's, I think, what you know, the, this commandment taught us, that we needed to recognize that all things you know, required their opposite and that there's dark and light in each of us and that we have the choice to choose to stay in the light. I think that's part of this commandment as well. Because we respect our parents for what they uh, provided for us, but we also have to look at them as mirrors for how we teach the next generation. I think that's part of this commandment. So, you know, it's teaching, it's balance, it's, um, it's honoring the, you know, the feminine and masculine traits in all things. And, and it's funny, you mentioned in, um, about not all parents are good. In the Jewish religion, and I'm sort of a new age Jew because I'm new age since I'm 14. I was raised Jewish. My husband is Quaker. I go to church. I see the message of Jesus as the love that was not really strong in the Old Testament. So I kind of combine all three. But in the, old, in the Jewish teachings, if you had a parent that wasn't so good, and you were supposed to say prayers for 11th month. If your parent wasn't good, you were supposed to say it. They called Kaddish for an extra month. They actually got more prayers because I think it wasn't as much to, for their forgiveness in the next life as much as it is to anchor in yourself not to repeat the sins of the prior generation. To reflect more, what is it? I, you know, break from that and to break from it, to heal from it. This is your time to let it go. So I think all of these things are in this uh, commandment to to find the balance. You know, parents tend to, children tend to go to the extreme of what their parents did or didn't do when they were raised, and we have to learn. Well, no, it, you got to be careful that you don't get out of balance. That you. You know, you look at things objectively and weigh everything. At least that's how I see this commandment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thank you. for there's, Yeah, there's a lot there. And also, as we heal, we, we heal going backwards and forwards. So it even heals um, the parents who've been abusive or the generations before because they were probably abused. It The healing goes both ways And in my um, studying of that. So another... Um, uh, 
commandment, keep the Sabbath holy. Now, in this day and age, everything is open 24-7. We're going, going, going all week long. Um, you know, it used to be when I grew up, stores were closed on Sundays. And I remember when they began to open. And I think because some people worked on on um, days that they needed to be able to shop. on. I don't, I don't know the reason but uh, why that all happened. But, you know, it's, it's so it's rare to, for us to take that, t- you know, really set aside a day that you consider as a, a a holy day and what, and what, how do you see that? And what do you do? And um, are you observing a holy day, a Sabbath? And what do you do? I think the, the t- it is our time to tune out, tune out the phones, the radio, the television, social media, and really um, to reflect on what you've done this week and look at, is this good? Like, you know, supposedly God after creation on the seventh day, he rested and said, ah, this is good. We're supposed to reflect on our own lives. Look at our past week. What do we need to change? Um, You know, are we doing what we need to be doing? Do we need to shift course? How do we go within ourselves? Because really most answers are within ourselves. So it's time to meditate, time to look at nature and spend time with our family. This is the time where we bond with, with source, ourselves, and those closest to us. And it's number four. There's, you know, so it's really about reflection, renewal, and giving yourself an opportunity to rest and go forward with, with new vigor, with new passion. But if you don't do that, you burn yourself out and you burn your relationships out because you don't take time to really rekindle the flame. Reach into the flame. Say more about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was so, yeah. We rekindle our own flames. I think we rekindle our own flames. I mean, we, you're, you're putting out all this energy, but where are you getting refilled? Well, when you when you take time to rest and go within and meditate, you, you know you the source and energy fills your soul, and it's that energy that sends you out for the next week to keep going on your journey. And if we don't take time to create it, we just are, we're like chickens with our heads cut off. We're not conne- we're disconnected. This is the commandment that connects us together. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, and as part of that self care, and maybe even just doing the things that you love is part of self care and taking care of yourself. Well, this is Chris Stanis, your host at Voices of Woman on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little more about Denise's thoughts on good and evil and how all these Ten Commandments apply. Patricia Fayweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. 
That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. I'm Chris Stanis, your host at Voices of Women on Bold Brave Media and Tune in Radio. And we've been having a fascinating discussion with Denise Alexander-Pyle about the Ten Commandments. So, um... We have these Ten Commandments, Denise, and have, I'm just I'm curious if you've seen a pattern that's emerged as you go from one commandment to the next. Um. Well, I do see a pattern, and I, as you go through, um, you know, you basically find yourself um, walking through your relationship with your Creator and then yourself and recognizing how we choose um, to be in service for one another by, you know, by what we give and not what, by what we acquire and assume responsibility and take time to reflect that we're doing this and we take time to find balance and teach. And those are, you know, the first five commandments, which really to me is about our relationship with source, self, each other, and, you know, family, but more, you know, the interpersonal relationships that define who we are. The second five commandments really go to how we relate to the rest of the world, which in turn brings us back to our own path and hopefully joy. Because at the end of the day, we're trying to um, fulfill our life's purpose. We're here to create, which is the next commandment. Do not kill. To me, it's about it's opposite, which in everything is its opposite. That's part of the yin and yang. So if we're not to kill, we're supposed to live, we're to create, we're to nurture, we're to find beauty in things. And we do, and we do that by not just taking the life of somebody else, but about not killing their dreams, their, their spirit, their ideas. It's about encouragement and hope and, and saying, I'm there for you, being the wind beneath somebody's wings as opposed to being the one who puts the uh, pin in their balloon. This is, to me, what this commandment is, really how we, how we find support for one another and to lift the planet as opposed to, you know, um, to destroy. And, and even with the things we have to kill to, see, to nourish our body, to give thanks, to honor what, what sacrifices are made so that we can nurture our lives and, and continue to grow. Yeah, I, that's great. I love that. It's, it's like you say, it's not about killing; it's about about creating. Um, and then a lot of your thread through your book is looking at light and dark, and good and evil. And um, and one of the things is we've been brought up in churches. I think it's one of the um, 
problems the church has or people leave this concept of God's fearful, God punishes um, if you're not good. And, and I mean, people leave churches for a lot of reasons, but um, how can churches or religious groups change to inspire people to lead a good life, to know to go to the light and love um, with, without this fear that's driven into them that sometimes from well, I think part of it is that they understand they have to go back to the first commandment, which is, you know, it's really and and it's really about love. And if you don't come in from a that, you know, the reason there was a shift in the Judeo-Christian continuum was because that whole concept of love and joy and service wasn't happening, at least in the time of Jesus Christ, and and that's and it's not happening again. Now, which is why the urgency. My own belief is that you know we are our spark, our soul is light. In order for us to incarnate and have our journey on this planet for the purpose of creating or um, evolving the planet or having a experiencing our sensory aspects, which you can't do if you're a light in light. The, the physical material that makes us up, our chemicals, that's the darkness. And they have properties yeah. themselves that we get addicted to. And I think our choices are, we are a balance of light and dark, the light of our soul and the darkness of our physical being. And we are given these rules so that we always choose to walk in the light, so that we're always evolving and creating beauty and moving back to source Take um, increasing the vibrational level of the planet and bringing it to its next highest purpose. That's my vision. So I'm here to help you. I said I used to be a sparkler along with all other light workers, but now I think I need to be an arsonist and get the light and the hope and the positive message that we can all do this together out there even more. Yes. Um, I want to bring something up because you, um, I'm going to question you on this. You say, you know, the light, the spirit, and then the, the physical, our bodies being dark. And I, I think that's a misconception because we, we're here physically. We have to be in our bodies. So um, I have no problem. It's not a negative darkness. It's not a negative. It's just, I think it's the physical from dust we came I think that that physical being, the light is that emanates and creates us, is our is our soul, is our heavenly being. We're weighted down in our material world. So if you think of darkness as a density, as weight, as opposed to evil, maybe that's a better way of describing it. Um, yeah, and again, it's that balance because it's a balance of the spirit and our physical. We have to be here physically. And honor our bodies. So right. yeah, it's a, it's um, we, we have to be careful using that. that term dark. Yeah, yeah, because it's our temple. Our body is the temple. So if our soul is going to be housed in this body, we have to treat it well, because it is the temple that houses our soul. Yeah, it's exactly. And I I know in my in a recent show we've talked about that of honoring the body and um, needing to you know we're here. We can only do this work here because we have a body. And it's one of the reasons that we've come here. Correct. Um, yeah. So Correct. there's there's Absolutely. lot there. Yeah. There's so much work to be done. We're seeing you know evil and wars happening all over the place. It just could be really discouraging, and I, and we're really going through quite a challenging time right now. And um, one of the things is um, is looking for 
people people need hope. And so we need to hear some good stories. And of course, we don't get them in the news. And, and we need to find places. People need to share their stories. And we need to hear the stories of hope um, so that we know that there's something to move into that's positive, that's good, that there's going to be change. Um, and there is a lot happening. We just, off, when you hear about it, you go, wow, that's cool. I didn't know about that. Um but it's the rarity of hearing it, and we so need it. We need some good news. Well, yeah, I was a divorce attorney for 42 years. And, you know, to me, it was about making sure my clients knew that once they were through this, there would be hope that we were creating a new life. I used to say, imagine I'm your fairy godmother, and if I could wave my wand, what do you want your life to look like? And because to me, it wasn't just a about the legal aspect of the divorce. It was about helping them re-envision their new life and knowing that they were going to make it. That was what was important in the role I served. Yes, that's great. Well, this is Chris Danish, your host at Voices of Women on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. We're going to come back and uh, listen to how the Ten Commandments can be a roadmap for an empowered life and for um, our survival. Are you stressed? Is your stress driving you crazy? Do you know there are many ways to relieve the stress? The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic does just that. Reduce your stress plus so much more. Established in 1997, the Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic offers an approach to wellness for those individuals who choose to either utilize appropriate complementary methods to enhance their current medical care or to those individuals who are on their personal journey toward improved health and wellness through the use of therapeutic bodywork, Reiki energy healing, or hypnosis. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic is owned by Dr. Judy Dean, a registered nurse and board-certified massage therapist and medical hypnotherapist in LaPorte, Indiana. Visit www.spiritwithinmassage-hypnosis.com to see all services offered by Dr. Judy. For a free personal consultation, please call Dr. Judy Dean at 219-326-1380. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic, 219-326-1380. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Sheikh Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Well, we're back. I'm Christina, your host at Voices of Women on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. And I have Denise Alexander-Pyle here today. And we're talking about the Ten Commandments and how they can relate, how we can make them relevant in our lives today. They weren't just written for the biblical times. They are a guide, um, what Denise has been sharing, a, a, a sort of a roadmap for us to be living a purposeful life. So, uh, Denise, in your book, each chapter of each, each uh, commandment is a chapter um, at the end, you have a uh, commitments. Uh, so I would love for you to share some of these commitments that you feel are important to make um, to help us keep these commandments or or 
I don't know, I want to say that another way. Um, commandment sounds so authoritarian, you know, like God coming down. Direction. <laughs> yeah. um, or just, I like rules for the road. There's, yeah. So anyway, um, basically, for example, with, they're intended to help anchor each of the, commi- the commandments into your day-to-day life so that you see how they apply. You know, it's like anything else. When you put a thought out there, you want to create action to your intention. So, for example, with the second commandment, um, thou shalt have no other gods before me. The commitments I have is name five people whom you admire and list the reasons why. So, in other words, that's instead of admiring people for you know, their celebrity, what are they people that are doing good? Um, do these people inspire you to find your true purpose or serve as a diversion away from your path? Do you give God or source the same admiration? Make a list of five things you have purchased in the past year that you bought because they were the hot new item or you had to have them. How do you feel about them now? Go through all your possessions and donate or throw away 20%. In other words, I'm having us look at all the things we do that really um, don't align with what we're here to do and what really makes us feel good, and clearing them. Uh, for, we talked about Sabbath. You know, create sacred time with both yourself and your family. Whether you go to a house of worship or stay in your own home um, or have a special place such as a uh, lake or a stream, you know, go at least once. You should create your own feeling of Sabbath and reflect on what is good in your life during the past seven days. Designate one meal each week as a special dinner to be shared with your closest family members or friends. And be sure to give thanks before the meal to acknowledge this special time. Add 15 minutes of meditation time to your daily routine. Um, in your mind's eye, you can walk through a path into the forest until you find the clearing near a stream. Sit down and observe nature, communing as you drift inward and breathe in the beauty around you. Listen and learn from the messages you receive. I mean, these are just trying to do things that are every one of us can do in our life that don't take much time, but allow us to reflect on how we get off our journey and stuck in to living um, or letting our lives lead us instead of us leading our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were talking about, I look at um, uh, things that you purchased yesterday was Amazon Prime Day. I wonder how many people, uh, you know, had to get the hottest, latest technological thing, gadget, and and that if they'll use it, you know, if it was really important for them. And you know, it's, it's taking a look at. You know, I, I used to um, I saved money to travel around the world back in the '80s, and I saved quite a bit of money just by when I was at the store. I'd look at something. Do I need this? Do I do I have to have this now? Is it needed in my life? And I spent a lot less money and saved a lot more money because yeah, most of the stuff is just stuff. <laughs> we don't we, you know really look at instant gratification, and it's. <laughs> And, and it's destroying, again, this whole concept to me of um, thou shalt not steal, you know, and, you know, I, see, I look at life as, you know, and I love, abu- you know, we all should be in abundance and we can create abundance. 
But when is enough enough? When have you drunk enough from the stream that's flowing so that there's enough of water for the next person further down the stream to drink from? And I'm looking at our cities dying as people who are, you know, hoarding and taking billions of dollars. And they're not really putting value in. They're creating convenience, but not value. You know, how many, I like to go in stores and see what I buy, touch it, feel it. But look at all the ma and pa shops that don't exist anymore because we're creating either general stores that have less quality or people are just going online and just buying what they've been, what they think they need to have. And all the people in between our, our structure who are losing jobs because of it. I think that that's, the ba- that's where we're out of balance in so many ways. You know, I support local over, you know, over chains because I, it's personal. Mm-hmm. It really is personal. We need to recreate the village if we're going to, you know, heal our planet. Otherwise, we're all becoming serfs and there's going to be a bunch of kings and that many people, you know, that are working together in harmony. Yeah, so a and, lot of know, things so you're talking I, about is it's creating that roadmap for really humanity good. and and taking a look at, yeah, yeah I mean, it, buying local is a big thing right now and and going to the small stores because, yeah, they're going to go out of business, and especially when you got all this internet buying now. And, and there's, there's reasons for it, and sometimes there's a good purpose for it, but it's really taking a look at it what's important we're not seeing the end game i you know the owner of amazon and you know they is now the richest person in the world that was on the news yesterday Mm -hmm. to me when i look at all the you saw toys r us went out of business you saw sports authority go out of business they just closed our carson's which was our last decent department store for small areas because they can't compete with they can't compete with amazon that to me is is sad because i miss the downtowns in the cities that had stores and you had four little dress shops you could go into it, it created a sense of community that we're lacking which is why people feel spiritually disconnected Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's we really need to create some... our own, but we can do it. We just have to look at you. You start small, and you create your collectives in your town. You support your local artists and merchants and artisans and farmers markets, and it it gets contagious. That there are wonderful people doing wonderful creative things. They just need people to say, "I'm gonna, I'm supporting you." I go to the local pet store. You know, that's owned locally to buy my dog food. I, mm-hmm. The dog food's made in, in Indiana. Those are the things we all can consciously do. And to me, that's part of the eighth, ninth, and tenth commandments. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, that's great. And that's a, just a really good message to support your people you know in the local community. This is Chris Danish, your host of Voices of Women on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. We'll come back and hear more from Denise Alexander-Pyle. 
Global Glory. That's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamrego one at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. Welcome back. I'm Christine, your host at Voices of Women on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. And we're wrapping up our conversation with Denise Alexander-Pyle. She has a new book, The Power of Ten, A Guide to Living the Ten Commandments and the Golden Rule in Modern Times. So, Denise, can you share uh, where people can find you, your website, and um, yeah, where they can read about you? It's at denisealexanderpyle.com. Um, and I have my Facebook page is Denise Richmond Alexander Pyle. That goes from my high school reunion, so people could find me for that. But um, but the, you should be able to find my book on my webpage and some more information about me and the contents of the book. So great. So um, let's talk about how all this, you know, following these primary principles in your book, how, how do you see the world condition improving? What ways well, can the world change? That, well, I think we need less government if people really did, you know, connect with one another. But, you know, people are looking for answers. There's a reason the marketplace is flooded with self-help and spiritual books. We know instinctively that there's an answer and that there is a better age um, that we envision that's possible. And universal truth is absolute and simple. We just need to reinforce these principles, regardless of any underlying religious preference. And I believe, you know, that as, as we move through each of the commandments, you know, we're taught to honor our, you know, our source, 
see our connection as part of the one and all with each other, need to honor who we all are, and then taught not to get attached to things and choose things that bring us closer to source as we complete our journey. That's how we will get into a place of creativity, love, and joy. Life isn't easy, but we have the gifts given to us to find that purpose and have a planet that is, you know, is evolved instead of one that we see or fear as being destroyed. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned you said a word purpose. It's like, you know, part of this is finding your purpose and touching into these Ten Commandments, like even just keeping the Sabbath holy is a time where you can reflect on what is your purpose here? What are What is our purpose and going forward that's going to, you know, improve the world? What What gifts do we have? Because when we bring our gifts and everybody brings their gifts to the world, we're going to have a better world to live in. Well, that's the Ten Commandments. Stay in your own path. Do not cover your neighbor's belongings because we all have a beautiful journey that's possible. Yes, well, that's a great thought to leave people with. So thank you, Denise, for your book and for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. So, again, you can check out our website, Denise Alexander Pyle, P-Y-L-E dot com, and check out the book, The Power of Ten, A Guide to Living the Ten Commandments and the Golden Rule in Modern Times, and see how they can apply in your life. And, um, yeah, there's lots of things to think about in reading the book. So we're at the end of a show today. It was great um, to be here with you. This is my last show on Bold Brave Media. You can still listen to the shows in the archives. And if you Google Voices of Women for other shows available to listen to, because I've had seven years of shows on my show, Voices of Women, in other places, you can check out my website, www.chrysalisleadership.com, and also Women of Wisdom, womenofwisdom.org, for their nonprofit organization that empowers women. And check out the book, Woman of Wisdom, Empowering the Dreams and Spirit of Woman. It's a book of art, poetry, and talks from our amazing presenters, great divine feminine leaders such as Jean Houston, Jean Shinoda Bolin, married women who just passed away last week, one of our oh, fabulous pe- person that's been at Woman of Wisdom, who I just adore, um, that's in the book. And so just... Um, Check that out. It's available on our website. It helps support Women of Wisdom. We're a nonprofit organization. So this is Christinas, your host at Voices of Women on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. I wish everybody a great rest of the summer. You've been listening to Voices of Women with your host, Chris Stanis. Come join the conversation where women can work together to bring honor and respect to the feminine voice, which is within all people, men and women, on Voices of Women with Chris Stanis. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.